Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Show in association with TalkSport and TalkSport 2. I'm Will Big Daddy Gavin and alongside my co-host John Giant Haystacks Jackson, uh, we try to bring you the very best from around the world of professional wrestling every single week, whether it be the WWE, UK Independence, or our favourite international promotions. We look to bring you the best interviews, latest news, reviews, previews, and our reaction to everything happening in the world of craps. Now, uh, you hopefully have already listened to our first special that we did with Talk Sport 2, uh, with Glenn Joseph from Progress, with Ginny from the House of Couture, and with the pan-sexual phenomenon Jack Sexsmith. If you've not, go back and give that a listen. It's a really good, fun show, and it just gives you a bit of a flavour of what we're trying to do with this new show. You can follow us at Pro Wrestle Show on Twitter. And uh, basically, the first ever actual show is coming out Wednesday the 9th of May in the evening slash early morning on Thursday the 10th of May. Do keep an eye out for it, because we're going to have UK indie legend Jimmy Havoc on the show, plus the WWE and Norwich's very own page, a conversation we had back in New Orleans. But ahead of that, we've just been trying to give you a bit of a flavour of what we're doing, give you the chance to subscribe ahead of that first episode coming out. So we thought we'd also bring you our WrestleMania 34 special that we did for TalkSport 2, the preview show, at least. Thanks to 2K18, we got access and interview time with some of the biggest names from the worlds of professional wrestling, including... The likes, of, uh, the likes of Pete Dunne, the likes of Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, uh, all joined us on the show. So we wanted to bring you a little bit of this, a little bit of a flavour of what you can hopefully expect in terms of the interviews we'll get and hopefully the quality of them as well. Maybe I'm stretching myself there, but uh, yeah, we really appreciate everyone who's already been listening in and been getting in touch at Pro Wrestle Show on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. We love the UK wrestling fans and all around the world. Genuinely, some of the greatest people you can possibly meet. So we want to hear from you. We want to get your feedback, your thoughts, your questions. And do keep an eye out as the first show proper will be launched later this week. Uh, this is our WrestleMania 34 preview. I uh, hope you still enjoy it, even though you maybe know that we've, uh, we, <laughs> we get quite a lot of this wrong, but I hope you enjoy it regardless. People see me, but they just don't know What's in my heart and why I love you so I love you, baby, like a minor love gold But come on, baby, let the good time roll <laughs> It's TalkSport 2, and we are here on the biggest day of the wrestling calendar, WrestleMania, in its 34th year, held here in New Orleans, coming to you from the Ace Hotel Bar. I'm John Jackson. 
And this is Will Gavin. Oh, the delightful New Orleans. Genuinely my favourite city in America. This hotel is beautiful. Art Deco. There's a live band coming on in short while. There's live music everywhere you go in New Orleans. And it is absolutely jam-packed with the biggest wrestling nerds in the world, which is great. <laughs> I, I, like, honestly, I am amongst my people. Uh, we've spent a day walking around New Orleans and the T-shirts, they're there. <laughs> the chants are there. The tattoos. There's a guy that we've seen with a too-sweet tattoo that he's got just to come out to wrestle. You say a guy we've seen, it's our colleague from the sun, Dan Cuts. I'm calling him out, I don't care. (laughs) All right, Dan. So it's a good tattoo. Finn Balor loved it today when we spoke to him. I will hear from him a little bit later. But, you know, if you're new to WrestleMania, you might know what WrestleMania is. You might have no idea, but you've heard the name. Uh, A man that is a a great person to explain a little bit about the beauty of WrestleMania is the Raw commentator, Michael Cole, who I spoke to on the phone before we came out to New Orleans. And he gives you a little bit of an insight into why WrestleMania is just so special. Listen, WrestleMania is the pinnacle. Uh, It is the... It is the... biggest event in sports entertainment slash professional wrestling. It is the Super Bowl, to use an American football term. Um, (laughs) It is the Olympics. This is what WrestleMania is all about. And it is where the best in the entire world come to perform in front of, you know, anywhere between 70 and 100,000 people each and every year. And this year we're at the famed Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans uh, to celebrate yet another WrestleMania. WrestleMania, to put it in perspective, has become so big that the city of New Orleans, uh, which of course is a party city in the States, known for Mardi Gras, um, among other things, uh, the city of New Orleans actually invited and wanted the WWE to be a part of this year's WrestleMania to celebrate its tricentennial the 300-year anniversary of New Orleans. That is how big WrestleMania has become, that they want to make us, New Orleans does, the centerpiece of the 300-year celebration of that city. So that's what WrestleMania is all about. Michael Cole there, the Raw commentator, a man who's called multiple WrestleManias. I think he was even involved in a WrestleMania once in a match. Oh, he was, but let's not talk about that. It didn't go well for him. It's weird with WrestleManias because you get these gimmick matches. You get these kind of, uh, these ideas of, I mean, you've got one with Ronda Rousey entering this, I guess, but she is becoming a wrestler now. Where You have these event matches, which are to draw the eyeballs of non-wrestling fans. You have the actual proper, you know, show-stealing matches like AJ Shinsuke, like the triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship uh, with Finn Balor, like the, uh, well, like Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, all of these amazing matches. Yep. And then you've got the ones where they put in everyone just so that everyone the, gets a go. The Battle Royal, just so everyone gets an entrance. It's a good <laughs> opportunity for people there who need to go and get a drink, maybe go to the toilet, just to miss a few entrances but not miss any of the action. Uh, so, coming up in the show... Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, Cesaro and Sheamus, the UK WWE champion Pete Dunne, Sasha Banks, Bailey. How are we going to cram it all into an hour, John? How are they going to cram all these matches into WrestleMania? That's what I'm asking about. Um, first of all, let's talk about, I think, what is going to be the main event. I think we, we, we've I'd be amazed if it wasn't. Yeah, either this or Cena or Undertaker will be the main event. Well, of course. I mean, well, I mean, if that happens, of course. But we'll get on to that. Um, after last year, where he seemingly retired The Undertaker, this year it's Roman Reigns going up against a man that has basically squashed everything in his path in the last year or so, Brock Lesnar. How do we think that's going to go? I'm excited about this. I think Brock, I think that 
what they've been trying to do for the last year is build up Brock Lesnar, make the F5 one of those moves, his finishing move that is just unbeatable. He hits it once, guys don't kick out from it. Mm-hmm. All of that build-up has been to putting Roman Reigns over so that here at WrestleMania, he wins the title, he holds it aloft and becomes the guy. And after meeting him today, I've warmed to Roman Reigns quite a lot. He really is the guy, isn't he? When we're basically in a press room today where all the wrestlers just get fed in, they, they mill around, you grab a... Basically, you've got to be ballsy, really, and you've just got to go up to them and be like, hello, you're the biggest man I've seen today. Please talk to me, uh, which is what we did with Jinder Mahal. Uh, and, uh, but Roman Reigns is just there. He's, he's, he looks the piece. He's just got his chain. He's just the nicest guy in the world. Uh, he definitely divides opinion with the fans, but you can't deny that he's a lovely bloke. Um, should we hear from Michael Cole and what Michael Cole thinks about this match? Yeah, let's hear from Michael Cole and then my chat earlier with Roman Reigns. There's so many great things about this match. I think the big one is, you know, a number of years ago, WrestleMania in Santa Clara, California, when uh, Brock and Roman uh, had a, a, an unbelievable match. And... Um, that was really the night that Roman Reigns uh, came into his own and, and we really started to believe in him. And uh, that was the night that Seth Rollins cashed in his money in the bank contract to, to steal the championship from those guys. And one of the great WrestleMania moments. And, you know, Roman has had this date marked on his calendar for a long time. He, he wants an opportunity to, to face Brock one-on-one with no outside uh, shenanigans going on. And, you know, he, he now has that opportunity. Listen, Brock is a is one of the all time greats. Uh, Brock is a prize fighter. People pay money to watch Brock Lesnar fight, whether it's in Marsh, uh, in UFC, whether it is in WWE. It does not matter. People pay money to watch Brock Lesnar fight. He is a prize fighter. Um, and Mr. McMahon admitted on Raw this past week that Brock has preferential treatment because he's the champion, and and uh, so that's one of the reasons that we haven't seen Brock Lesnar show up for a few weeks. Roman Reigns. You know, he's taken exception to that. Here's a guy who's on the road 300 days a year for WWE, visits every town around the world, um, never misses a show. Uh, he's there, and uh, he takes exception to the fact that Brock Lesnar shows up a couple of times a year to defend the championship. And he wants to shut up Brock once and for all. And we're going to have to see, you know, how that plays out. Uh, I think it's Roman's time. You know, I really do. Um, I think Brock has been so unbeatable for so long, but at some point somebody has your number. And I think after the performance Roman had against Brock a few years ago, he was on the cusp of winning one of the most physically uh, brutal battles that we've ever seen at WrestleMania. He was so close to winning that night. I think that he gets over the hump at WrestleMania. Saving the best to last, Roman. That's That's the main thing. That's what they do. That's what what I hear. (laughs) So we're your main event, and then you're going to be main eventing on Sunday, right? That's right. I joke about it, but he's your fourth WrestleMania main event in a row that is incredible does it get any easier over time you know for a long time and i can't feel it right now you know what i mean like the if there's pressure i guess you would say it would it would come more sunday morning maybe saturday night but because we stay so busy with our schedule and stuff that they just keep us you know going and keep us on that treadmill and you're just moving so fast that sometimes you don't have time to register the magnitude of some stuff and like sometimes I feel like I've I can let myself down in situations like that where I'm not living in the moment and I'm just you know going from task to task getting just trying to check stuff off and get it done and you know make it work and 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 get it done on time but sometimes you have to live in that moment and that was a good way to put it you know and I never really kind of looked at it like 
the pressure getting bigger and bigger. But yeah, I guess you could say that. But I, I've always been one to handle pressure pretty good. You know, I, I've experienced enough and had enough adversity in my life uh, to know, you know what I mean, that at the end of the day, as long as I have my health and as long as I wake up, this is the easy part. This is the fun part. So as long as you can keep that that spirit and just remember what we're here for, essentially to put smiles on faces, it's not that bad, you know. <laughs> I need to ask, Roman, do you get nightmares of Michael Cole shouting, It's the big dog! I've literally heard this, like, and people tweet me this all the time. They they despise the way he says this. Like, I don't know. Where, I'm going to have to sit Cole down and have a talk. Like, you, there's like 10 more people that hate me because of you, man. What are you doing? They tweet me daily because of you. Stop doing whatever. No, man, that's that's Michael Cole's job, you know, and that, that's, that's all a part of, you know, our process, and that's why we have a commentary team to help us explain the story that we're telling, and, uh, Sometimes a part of that story is, I'm the big dog, you know, the big dog, Roman Reigns, you know, but yeah, it, it, I guess we can have Cole, you know, chill out on that, but he's so good at his job, you know what I mean? How, how can you critique a guy who's been getting it done for so many years, you know? I mentioned it's your fourth main main event. Of the three you've done so far, which one was the one, you know, from a fan perspective, from a, from a work perspective that you enjoyed the most? Probably, I think, I would say the WrestleMania 31 with Brock, just because, like, the only responsibility I had was stuff like this, you know what I mean? Like, my my daughter, she was already kind of older, you know what I mean? There was not a lot of pressure family-wise and, like, coordinating stuff. And, like, I feel like my life is a lot bigger now, and we have more people and more family, and I have more kids, and there's just things that are pulling me in different directions. But luckily, I've been in this situation before. So, But in that regard, I think just because, like, I was so tunnel vision in 31 to to show that I belonged where I was and and to get that respect off of the crowd, you know, to get them to respect my performance. Um, that took the pressure off of me there and, and made it just like, hey, screw it. It's Brock. It ain't going to be a mental, it ain't a chess match, you know. We're going to go out there and hit each other really hard, and I'm okay with that, you know what I mean? <laughs> if there's anything I can handle is just going out there and being physical. So I've never, like, I grew up with the Usos, you know. We used to beat each other up, you know, all over the house if, if we were being too rough in the living room get in the den too rough in the den get in your room break the bed get outside you know what i mean we'd be in the pool trying to drown each other who knows you know just crazy kids um so this is pretty easy when it comes to i mean other than the fact that it's gonna hurt and i'm gonna feel like crap you know on monday mentally it's kind of stressless you know because i know it's all gonna fall on the physical so that was your favorite from the past back in new orleans this year there's been a lot of buzz around the idea of a pay-per-view or even a WrestleMania coming over to London or to the UK. Yeah. I mean, just talk about that. <laughs> I'd love to. You know, I mean, well, it, sometimes it feels like m the majority of the crowd is coming from England. You know what I mean? So why not just come to y'all one year? Um, but I think, you know, it would be a great situation because one problem that we have as WWE superstars is we've been everywhere, but we haven't really been able to see much just because of our travel and the schedule and just bouncing from town to town. So if you were to have a situation like that, we'd be there for a full week. 
and it wouldn't be a situation where like some talent show up we'd all we'd all be going across the pond so we have to get over there um, just due to travel and that would give us a, just a greater experience in England you know well, just, look, uh, Roman, I'm born and bred in London I'll take you out I'll show you where to go I've got a lovely sofa bed you can end up on as well we'll, we'll, we'll tear up we'll, we'll do all that except the sofa bed uh, just drop me back off at the TV hotel yeah. but yes I'm with all that fish, chips, dark beer let's do it all man that was Will chain to Roman Reigns uh, ahead of his match at Wrestlemania tonight. he's coming to my house we're having a beer he's sleeping on my sofa bed it's all gonna happen how are you gonna get a 6 foot 5 man on on your, sli- on your sofa bed, Will. It's a big sofa bed. Get him in your shed. Get him in the party shed. Uh, coming up on TalkSport 2, then, we're going to talk to uh, the first ever Universal Champion, Finn Balor, uh, Great Britain and Ireland's very own Finn Balor. I mean, we could make that a little bit tenuous. He's not from England. He's not from Scotland, Wales. He's from Ireland. Yeah, we'll, we'll band it all together. We uh, claim him. He's going to chat to us ahead of his triple threat match against The Miz and Seth Rollins. You're listening to WrestleMania Special on TalkSport 2. Wrestling fans amongst you will know that is the. Uh, I, think, I think it's one of my favourite wrestling theme tunes. Oh, I'm a best. big theme tune guy. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, who we'll be hearing from in just a little bit. Uh, this is a WrestleMania special on Talksport 2. I'm John Jackson. Will Gavin with me here uh, in the beautiful settings of New Orleans that we've been exploring today. Um, some of the food here, incredible. Oh, we had a po' boy today, a firecracker shrimp sandwich, oh. which was just mind-blowing. We're going to go to Willie May's Chicken tomorrow or Sunday, which is honestly the best fried chicken I've ever eaten in my life, and blends almost perfectly with my facial hair. So if I let some go on my face, it really doesn't matter. Um, and we went, down, we went down Bourbon Street last night, or Bourbon Street, as you'll hear Pete Dunn calls it later on, because <laughs> Bourbon is also a biscuit. Keep it uh, West Country. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're going to have Frenchman Street later. I honestly come to New Orleans, come to the Hotel because it is one of the best. If you need recommendations of places to eat or places to go and watch bands, just at Talk Sport 2. At Will Gav. At Jonas. We can recommend it, trust us. Uh, Will, which match are you looking most forward to this we're weekend? We've 13 matches we've not talked uh, yeah. about. But for me, The Miz, one of the most underrated superstars in the WWE, and the, one of the best promo workers, Seth Rollins who's just incredible in ring and puts on great match after great match, and Finn Balor, Britain and Ireland's own. I just, I think uh, WrestleMania is this obsession with doing multi-man matches, with doing, you know, six-man, eight-man, fatal four-ways, adding people in, battle royals. And sometimes I just prefer a good old singles. In fact, most of the time, I think a a really well-told story in a singles match is great. But you just look at the talent involved in this match. You look at the way that Miz works as a villain, as a heel, is so brilliant. I think that the triple threat format will really suit them. And I think they're going to absolutely nail it. I, I think this will be the, the surprise match of the night. Yeah. People will be looking at the title matches. Intercontinental Championship. That's it for me. I think for a lot of people it'll be that. I, I never used to be a fan of The Miz. When he headlined WrestleMania against John Cena quite a few years ago now, I was like, The Miz? <laughs> really, The Miz? That, that guy off the talent show? <laughs> but actually, when I watch Monday Night Raw now, The Miz is one of the standout moments for 100%. me because he's, he's so effortless when he speaks on the mic. He, he sells the story so well. He makes things slightly personal, which yeah. may be... Maybe real, maybe, you know, a going bit off. Hey, baby, it's good. A little bit, uh, yeah. 
an exaggerate, uh, an understatement, sorry. Uh, and yeah, I just think this match is going to be great. I think that, you know, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor have a lot of history. Seth Rollins obviously uh, was the guy that gave Finn that horrible injury the day after, uh, the day of him winning the Universal title, the first attempt. And they then ended up rehabbing together, which was uh, a weird sort of full circle thing. So there's a lot of history in this match. But as you say, three amazing performers. And actually, you caught up with Finn Balor earlier today, Will. I did, yeah. And I started off by speaking with Finn Balor. I actually started off by talking about him, about his, pa- about his pants. <laughs> you can find that at Will Gav on Twitter. But here, you'll start off by hearing him talk about the amount of talent. Because it's one thing you'll say about NXT this year, about WrestleMania, the number of talent from the UK and Ireland is absolutely phenomenal. Becky Lynch, Finn Balor, Sheamus, Pete Dunne. Like, there are so many great names. And uh, I started off by talking to him about that and the growth of the UK scene. It's incredible to see. Uh, and I think it's a, it's a credit to how hard the boys have been working uh, out in the UK. Uh, you know, for so long, it was kind of, it felt like there was such... Not only like you know a, a physical ocean, but like an ocean uh, metaphorically of gap uh, in between, like you know WWE and and the, and the independents. And I feel like we've bridged that gap, uh, you know, through the, the UK title tournaments and you know the, the the cruiserweight tournament. And now you know a lot of the boys are working with NXT. So uh, there's definitely a lot more avenues uh, into WWE than uh, existed a couple of years ago. So uh, I think it's great. It's great for business. It's great for the talent. It's having a knock-on effect on indie wrestling in the United Kingdom as well. Well, uh, I think uh, crowds are up and, you know... Uh, you Progress know, is playing Wembley in three months' time. Yeah, and, you know, I've seen, like, uh, Fight Club are doing incredible things. ICW are still doing their thing. So uh, it, it's an exciting time for the business. And, you know, uh, you know, if worse comes to the worst and I have to, to pop back to, to, to the Indies, uh, I think I've got somewhere to go. Anyway, thank God. We'll, we'll welcome you back with open arms. I promise you that much. <laughs> well, for a week anyway, and then it'll be all news again. <laughs> um, your match this weekend on Sunday, I mean, coming from a place where the injury just ruled you out of Mania last year, and this is your first time. You know, you've played in front of stadiums before, you've played in front of, but this is 70,000 people in New Orleans in front yeah. of a WrestleMania crowd. How excited are you? Honestly, like, it's a career milestone moment being involved in WrestleMania, but, like, the amount of people there doesn't really affect me at all. Like, you know, if there's 10 people or if there's 100,000 people, I'm going to give it the same. Like, you know, you're seeing on Raw, you know, a couple of days ago, uh, you know, I don't wait till WrestleMania to perform. I perform every night, and I've been doing that for 18 years, so... Uh, it's going to be business as usual on Sunday. You know, I'm treating it just like I treat every other match. You guys have already been tearing it up. You mentioned Raw on Monday. Great match with you and Seth. I, for me, this is the match I'm most excited about on Sunday. Yeah. How well, for me good is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, just talk about the other talent that are going to be in the ring with you on Sunday. Yeah, uh, Seth Rollins probably, uh, you know, will future Hall of Famer, probably will go down as one of the greatest in-ring performers in WWE history uh, I believe The Miz is the most underrated WWE superstar in history and uh, you know having kind of traded wins and losses with both over the last couple of months and getting in there with those guys you know learning from them gaining from their experience uh, I feel like it, it's helped me improve my game so uh, I'm looking forward to Mania I'm honoured to be in there with both of these guys Hopefully we can knock it out the park. And then combine that with the fact that you came from New Japan and we might end this weekend with two Japanese world title holders. Yeah. Like That, again, personally for you must be exciting. Yeah, incredible. And uh, I'm really hoping that I'm on early in the show because, uh, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles is a match that I don't want to miss. Uh, I've seen what they've done before in New Japan and, you know, I'm sure uh, this rematch is going to be, in, you know, off the charts. Final one. Um, 
my favourite memory of you was you coming out as the demon, but the uh, um, NXT TakeOver London. That was oh, one, of yeah, the... one of the... One of my favourite uh, moments in my career, believe it or not. Uh, my favourite demon entrance, uh, you know, incredible night, amazing, almost like hometown reaction for me returning to somewhere that I'd wrestled for six years. So, and, so with uh, that in mind, how special would a WrestleMania in London be? Oh, dude, you're preaching to the choir here, man. I've been, uh, I've been, you know, for four years. I've been saying, you know, why, why aren't we doing pay per views in England? Ah, oh, well, time and slots this, time slots that, difficulties with, you know, transportation, all this. Like, we can do anything. We're WWE. We can literally, we make the rules, you know. So, uh, I think, you know, WrestleMania might be a couple of years down the line, but you know, there's no reason why we can't have a SummerSlam there or, you know, uh, one of the big four pay per views there uh, in the United Kingdom. I think, you know, United Kingdom fans, you know, they're loyal, you know, they support us every single night we go to the United Kingdom on tour, uh, you know, rabid fan base, and uh, I think we as WWE as a whole owe it to the United Kingdom fans. That was Will chatting to Finn Balor ahead of his triple threat match this weekend at WrestleMania. This is a WrestleMania special on TalkSport 2. Um, my, my match I'm looking forward to the most is a match that we have seen before, but never in WWE. It's, it's oh. like the best singles match. In fact, it's a singles match that me and you have played multiple times on the game WWE 2K18. Absolutely. Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. They've done it in Japan many, many times, but never... In America and never in the WWE. One of the great rivalries. Two men who can put on an absolute... If you believe in Star Rings five-star match, they are incredible performers, incredible storytellers. Shinsuke Nakamura has some of the, the most one of the most electrifying personalities in ring. You just are so drawn to him. AJ Styles is... What he does that people don't realise is the best taker of a bump of anyone. He makes, he sells every move like it looks like it really hurts. And it does really hurt a lot of the time. It's a bit like Peter Griffin when he hurts his knee. (laughs) He's like that. Uh, Exactly, exactly like that. So uh, I think these two could absolutely steal the show. It's one we've been waiting for ever since AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura signed for the WWE around the same time. Uh, Yeah, absolutely can't wait for this one. I'm a little bit... I'm unsure. There's been a lot of rumours, hasn't there, about AJ having an injury, uh, which they've sort of kept very quiet on. So I'm just hopeful that AJ is 100%. Because, I mean, we know he can perform at 50%, probably. But... them both at 100% would be amazing. I, and you've got to think in front of 70,000 fans who raise the level. I think, for my money, I think it's a, it's a Shinsuke win. I, I think that AJ isn't hurt by losing the title here. The problem with Shinsuke Nakamura is that he was brilliant in NXT, in fits and starts. One great match with Sami Zayn, one great match here. But it's never fully lived up to exactly what he is as an in-ring performer. That's partially because he's been putting, you know, long programs for people like Jinder Mahal and stuff like that. It doesn't necessarily suit his style. This is his chance to really show the world what he can do. And I think he will do it and he'll claim the title. And it's going to be a historic moment for Japanese wrestling in the WWE. I did grab a quick word with Shinsuke just in passing earlier on while we were at the press event. And uh, he was saying that the difference this time is that they faced each other before. But since they last faced each other in Tokyo... They've both done so many different things now. They've, they've evolved. They've improved. Shinsuke's been the NXT champion. AJ's been the WWE champion. So he, he feels that they've taken it up another notch. Um, when I spoke to Michael Cole earlier in the week, ahead of coming to New Orleans, he told the backstory of this fight 
in, in a perfect way. And uh, well, this is how he thinks it's going to go down. Well, it's a dream match because we haven't seen it in WWE, and that's why it's so intriguing. I mean, you got AJ Styles. Here's a guy who, you know, was a back of the late 90s, uh, was in our developmental system and, you know, was trying for a job here at WWE and was told that he'd never make it. And then he went out and became a, a huge star around the world. And like you mentioned, Japan. And, um, you know, now he's here in WWE and has been probably the best over the past two years since he's been here, with the exception of Roman Reigns, uh, when it comes to work ethic and, and everything else. And and now he's the WWE champion. And, you know, this, is, this was always a dream of his. I actually spoke with AJ last week, and, you know, he told me that, you know, one of his dreams when he was a kid was to be the WWE champion and at WrestleMania. And now he has the opportunity to live that dream. And if you think about it, there's only a handful of guys in the history in the 50-year-plus history of the WWE Championship that have ever defended that title at WrestleMania, and AJ's going to be one of them. So what a story that is in and of itself. And then here comes a guy, Shinsuke Nakamura, who you know really broke down barriers and, and really uh, became that breakout Japanese star. And it came to, to WWE and really uh, just uh, won over the, the NXT universe, which is our developmental system uh, at the time. And, you know, really it took off from there. And him and AJ uh, had a brief history in Japan and had an, an awesome matchup um, back a, a couple of years ago. And it was funny, the matchup happened. And then just a couple of weeks after that, AJ came to WWE and Shinsuke Nakamura left uh, Japan as well. Uh, to, to come to WWE and to work at NXT. So it's just weird how this stuff happens. And now here we are full circle in a match that the entire world is, is waiting to see. This is a huge match. This is, at least on paper, is one of the biggest matches in the history of WrestleMania. The Raw commentator Michael Cole getting very, very excited about AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura tonight at WrestleMania 34. You're listening to TalkSport 2. I'm John Jackson with Will Gavin here in New Orleans. After this, we're going to chat tag teams. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A theme tune we've heard quite a lot on Smackdown Live recently, but instead of seeing Daniel Bryan come into the ring wearing a polo shirt, 
Tonight at WrestleMania, we're going to see Daniel Bryan as we never thought we'd saw him again, coming down to the ring in a pair of small pants and knee braces. He's back in the ring. I'm so excited about this fight. When uh, Daniel Bryan came down to the ring on uh, SmackDown two weeks ago, uh, after he'd been attacked by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, him and Shane McMahon's opponents, and announced what the match was going to be for WrestleMania, he was... It was one of the best babyface promos, one of the best good guy promos I've seen in an absolute age. And I like that in the WWE recently, they've had things like, even though they want to put over Roman Reigns as a face, as a good guy, he still cuts those very real promos. He still does that kind of, when he addresses what's actually happened in Brock Lesnar in real life, that's fine. But we haven't really had anyone who is just the guy who everyone loves. And Daniel Bryan, I mean, the reaction when he comes out in the Superdome is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, I, I, I've got to say, even though if Owens and Zayn win, that's the way, the, the, this weird stipulation about they'll be rehired SmackDown. They've been trying to tell this story for a while. I think what we'll see is probably Daniel Bryan will win it. But we will then see something happen after the match. So there'll be a reason to bring Owens and Zayn back because they're two of the best workers in the WWE. And then you've also got the Shane McMahon factor. I think they want to have him and Brian going out. I think there's speculation that Shane McMahon is going gonna, is gonna to turn on Daniel Bryan. And I think that'll maybe tell the story as we go on into the new, uh, new season, as they like to call it, kind of. They don't unofficially call it in WWE, but, you know, the Raw after WrestleMania is the start of the new season yeah. of WWE, a series which never ends. Um, other tag team matches that are going on uh, in the battle of people that sell the most merchandise we've got um, the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers I mean the Bludgeon Brothers have no chance if it's a case of who sells the most merch <laughs> interesting one this like the Usos have, they've changed their gimmick a while ago since then they've been really popular day one-ish t-shirts flying off the shelves and, and do you know what for good reason I was never a big Usos fan no. I couldn't tell which one was which I now can I I, that, I thought that when they were the good guys when they were the faces they, they never really the promo work wasn't really there the ring work was good but never great uh, but a big part of what why they've been so great has been the the program they've been running with the New Day kind of over the last year great cage match between oh, Hell in the Cell wasn't it yeah, yeah, unbelievable yeah. Hell in the Cell match between them they also did a big street fight which was unbelievable I think the New Day when we talk about underrated uh, bits in wrestling as we talked about the Miz earlier the New Day in terms of their in-ring work and what it's done for those three's careers since they joined together has been phenomenal so those two work together brilliantly already you add the Bludgeon Brothers in who are that brutalist element and you've got that kind of excitement from them being a new team on the scene I just hope that the triple threat element doesn't take away I'd almost just rather see an Usos New Day I'd happily see that again on in the Mania stage I, I think that I, in my prediction would be the Usos and the New Day they team up they take out the Bludgeon Brothers they're off sitting around with their big hammers lying out somewhere <laughs> cold and then we get to see the match we actually want to see yeah. the Usos and the New Day I think that could very much happen but yeah. no idea who's going to win couple, couple, of, couple of good tag matches there and then there's the Raw Tag Team Championship Cesar and Sheamus going up against Braun Strowman and TBD <laughs> which isn't a gimmick for the, the, the big Dave there's, there's no guy called the big Dave it's, it's a mystery partner which I quite like there's loads of people on the scene that are due to come back we've got Jeff Hardy we've got Big Cass who we saw lurking in the hotel reception today maybe that's a little bit of a sign Samoa Joe it could be I like the idea Drew McIntyre yeah. is back from injury due for a call up he came and we interviewed him today he could be a really good shout for it I asked 
Seamus earlier, who would be his ideal partner to face, and yeah. he said me. He said uh, he wanted me in the ring. And he, asked, and he basically asked if I was going to put him over. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. You can slam me through a table off a cage. Anything you want, buddy. <laughs> I would like to see that. I'd like to see Thanks, that. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. I actually spoke properly to Seamus and Cesaro. <laughs> two guys who, uh, they, they, they're quite serious at times. But today we caught them in a very, very jovial mood. And this is how it went. Seamus Cesaro, Raw Tag Team Champions. But you're going into WrestleMania with a slightly different match because you only know one of your opponents. Exactly. Have you... What, a, what an amateur round is that, right? Like, we don't even know where opponents are. What are we doing here? Right? Do we really care, actually? No, we don't. That's my first question. Does it matter who his opponent, who is, who his team member is? We don't just set the bar. We are the bar. You yeah, can't... man. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah I mean, dog. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? I just set the bar, man. We are the bar, bro. The most laid-back guys in the room. You, you must have run through in your mind who it's going to be. You're like, who, have you got any sort of inklings? Well, first, yeah, we all try to figure it out. By now, we're like, you know what? Screw it. We don't care. They don't care. How do you live, travel, and work out with this guy? Like, how does it work? Well, we don't live together. We don't live together. We don't travel together. That's how it works. Yeah, uh, we, we're just like brothers. So that's how it works. Yeah, we're just having a fun time, and uh, this is fun here. Being here, WrestleMania week, just a celebration with all the fans from all over the world. Obviously, all you know from Europe coming here. Like we, we both feel like we're ambassadors of Europe, of our respective countries, and uh, we're just having a great time. And like this is a celebration of WWE, and we're having time of our life. You're very laid back, guys. I can tell that from this now. Um, we're we not always that way. Like getting serious now. We weren't. We weren't always that way. It's. I think. You know, sometimes in this business you get so uh, worked up and just trying like frustrated with certain things. Like, you know, it's it's there's, it there's goes certain, like this. There's it's, certain things that are out of your control. Yeah, and I just feel like Seamus is my back no matter what. I have his no matter what. That takes a great like load off our minds. It does, and it's like you know the, the business goes like this. You know what I mean? And it's we've been able to stay consistent in what we do we're, we, we're very confident in our own ability we know how good we are um, booking sometimes may not go the way you want it to go um, but you know it's again it's uh, it's about always it's a marathon, the best. Uh, sprint you know yeah exactly it's about always making the best of the situation we go through the good times go through the bad times we have two brains working so like we always at the end of the day we always see the positive and make everything work and I think that's the that's the key and of course just having a great time the Raw Tag Team Champions, Seamus and Cesaro, showing that they can be serious, but also be very, very laid back. You listen to TalkSport 2, this is a WrestleMania special. Um, what is great about WrestleMania weekend is it's now getting bigger and bigger. Uh, what with the NXT, the Hall of Fame, and uh, the Monday Night and the SmackDown Live. I mean, the NXT, for example, I'm looking forward to so much. Five giant events over five nights in a great city. Nothing to complain about. NXT on Saturday night, four or five amazing matches. The ladder match. I mean, if you're listening to this on the first time it's going out, it's Saturday at midnight, then you're only an hour away from that starting. We're in the stadium in our seats right now. Yeah. Spoiler alert, we're not doing this live. Um, but yeah. But well, one, we're doing it live now. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but one part, Pete Dunne is involved. The WWE co-champion... He won the match of the year last year with Tyler Bate. Now he's in a triple threat for the NXT tag titles, the undisputed era, Adam Cole and Carl O'Reilly, the Authors of Pain, and him and Roderick Strong. It's going to be a mammoth match. And I spoke to Pete Dunne earlier, but I started off by asking him, after the UK tournament, with the title there, when are we going to finally see this much-rumoured UK weekly or monthly show? I've been told since this started to now that it's happening, and I have no reason to believe otherwise, because everything they've said and more has always seemed to come to fruition. So, 
Um, I'd hope that in, within the next few months we're going to hear something. I'd hope. Uh, fingers crossed. Because right now that's the goal for me. I said it. I said it last time we did interviews and stuff. But it's still the goal is to get that that full time show going and somewhere I can defend that UK title every single week. You know. It's been an absolute whirlwind couple of years, though, hasn't it? Well, it's brilliant. The last 18 months have been crazy. You know, I'll go from doing TakeOver, you know, two million people on the network potentially watching, and then going from that and then wrestling in front of 300 people in Scotland, you know. And to me, when I, when I say it's the best of both worlds, I really mean it. It's not just, okay, now I'm in WWE, let's forget what I've done. You know, if I can use this to, to help build where I came from, then that to me is even more rewarding than just progressing by myself, you know. So it's been the best thing, being able to take that UK title around. And even if I had a small impact, you know, like, like today we got, like I say, we got progress just down the road. You know, they're, they're going to draw over a thousand people easily. You know, the fact that that happens in another country and the fact that that many British people have made the trip over, even if I had a small part of that, I'm really proud of that, you know. It's great. Now, last year at WrestleMania, at the end of the event, they were handing out cards with tick boxes on there of places people would like to see a future WrestleMania, and one of those on the card was London. Can you imagine getting a UK WrestleMania? I think a pay-per-view happening in the UK is inevitable at some point. Uh, another SummerSlam, obviously, would be, would be amazing. Obviously, if we can, down the line, get a WrestleMania, and if I could be one of the people that sort of keeps pushing it in that direction... Obviously, that would be an amazing achievement. For me, the more short-term goal, if we could get our own UK-only uh, pay-per-view in the UK with a, the UK champion headlining it, that, to me, is more achievable, and it's at least short-term, and it's something that I want to I want to push forward for, you know. So it's a, a, a variety of different things there, but like I say, if we could have another SummerSlam, if we could have Mania, perfect. I'll, I'll settle for a, a UK division pay-per-view for now. Yeah. Right. The fact that we even have a, we even have our own division, our own title, compared to even two years ago, that's leaps and bounds uh, of progression that, that we didn't have. And everyone's going to be talking about Wembley as a possibility, but I'm saying Villa Park, maybe yeah, set right, out, yeah. like, let's get it up into the Midlands, yeah, let's right. have it in the middle of the country. You talked about wrestling back in Birmingham when you came over with WWE last time over. I mean... The difference between that kind of home crowd reaction now versus what it was 18 months ago is absolutely insane. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And even even the reaction when I come out, uh, when I do Full Sail or we do TV in Atlanta or even just doing like when we've done the main roster tours and stuff like that, it feels like every few months that reaction gets louder and louder and there's more people involved in it. You know, we were on Bourbon Street for maybe half an hour the other night he couldn't even move and it's cool to see it, first of all cool to see how many of those people are British and second of all how many people are paying attention to NXT and the UK stuff and all the other stuff WWE has going on aside from main roster and just Wrestlemania it's really I'm cool. a big fan of the fact that you called it Bourbon Street as well rather yeah. than Bourbon Street because Bourbon's also a biscuit yeah. <laughs> that's what people don't realise this <laughs> um, British man, good and, <laughs> and how different is it going to be I think people last year your match at uh, NXT Take of Chicago with Tyler I mean obviously that's a match that you've worked with him for so long yeah. you can go you, you know go out there and call it in the ring five minutes beforehand if they went right you two are facing each other you could put on a great match how different is it be preparing for a mania weekend a tag team match and against guys you've not necessarily been in the ring much with yeah. before for me I'm really relaxed outside of the ring you know once I get in there is where all the effort is um, 
without un- without understanding it, I don't want to do that. But it's to me, wrestling's wrestling. You know, the special moments happen in the ring, and the preparation for me will be very similar. I'd be as relaxed as I can, be as normal as I can, and then once we get out there, then you realise the moment we're in, how important it is. And it's cool to team with Roddy. You know, I've, I've admired him for years and, and worked with him on the independence. And I think whenever you get to work with those guys who have that independent background, there's a bit of a bond there between us all. So, you know, you know you're going to go out there and have a good match. You know you can trust each other. So it'll be very similar for me. The thing that's different is that it's a completely different part of the company. You know, instead of keeping it insular and having just the UK guys against each other, now there's people like AOP that I never would have worked with. You know, obviously Roddy being in their team with me, that's an unusual dynamic. Um, so it's... It's just a, another cool opportunity. It's a bit more challenging and it's exciting to be a part of it. We'll chat into UK champion Pete Dunn here at WrestleMania weekend on TalkSport 2. Coming up next, we're going to chat about all the other matches happening at WrestleMania here in New Orleans. undefeated Oscar who at Wrestlemania this weekend goes up against the WWE Smackdown champion Charlotte Flair in a match which is the champion versus the streak it's nice to have a streak back at Wrestlemania after the Undertaker lost his yeah 100% Uh, look I think we've given the women a little bit of short shrift in the first three quarters of this show but there are some great matches involving the women here. And I, I mean, earlier when I spoke with uh, with Paige, and we'll have that interview for you in a later show, Paige said to me, you know, it's time we had a women's GM, maybe even a women's own brand show. That's how strong the women's wrestling is getting at this point. We had WWE Access here this weekend where they're running a tournament for a shot at the NXT Women's Championship. And the quality of the talent in that is unbelievable. But the two who are absolutely at the top of their game are Charlotte Flair and Asuka. And I was delighted when they finally had the reveal that Asuka had picked after winning the Royal Rumble, Charlotte Flair. There's so many elements to this. The fact that we could come out of of the WrestleMania having had two Japanese Royal Rumble champions with two Japanese top-level WWE champions, I think is absolutely massive. And the fact that, I mean, Charlotte Flair has been a brilliant performer over the last two or three years. Now having her going up against Asuka, who's so great, fun to watch, this is going to be a barnstormer. And I think everyone assumes that Asuka's going to win because, you know, like she's got the streak, but you, you never know. It- I'm, I'm definitely leading Asuka. I think that's the... I don't think you want to take the streak away from her with her with the championship. Do you know what I think they could do? I think you have Asuka you have Asuka win the title at WrestleMania on Sunday, hold it for a year undefeated, and then WrestleMania thirty five wants a certain former UFC star has had a little bit more in-ring experience you do Asuka Ronda Rousey Wrestlemania 35 for the championship sounds like a lovely plan uh, one man that is very excited about this matchup is the Raw commentator Michael Cole I, 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 if, if I had to bet I would not take the bet because Asuka has not been beaten since she came to WWE two and a half years ago never lost um, Charlotte has become one of the uh, greatest performers um already in a short career in the history of women's wrestling at WWE. And in fact, she's one of the reasons for this um, uh, women's uh, evolution. You know, she was in the first ever Hell in a Cell match involving women. She was, you know, uh, 
was the champion uh, and, and watched on at the Royal Rumble, uh, the first ever Royal Rumble women's match this year. So it, it's such an even matchup. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Asuka finally wins the, the championship uh, or if Charlotte ends the streak. It's, it's a great story. Michael Cole there talking about Charlotte Flair versus Oscar for the uh, WWE SmackDown champion. This is a WrestleMania special on TalkSport 2. I'm John Jackson with Will Gavin here in New Orleans. We're going to be hearing from Sasha Banks and Bailey coming up shortly as well while we focus on the women involved in WrestleMania weekend. One match for me that I think we'll, we'll talk about very briefly because we're both hopeful that it's a very brief match because of how this would tell the story is Nia Jax up against her, her former best friend slash still best friend I'm not entirely sure Alexa Bliss classic WWE storytelling best friends going head to head you know uh, battle of wills the big versus the small the giant against the underdog and Alexa Bliss has done such great work on the mic over the last year two years and I think her in-ring work has got better and better and better as it's gone along you saw in the women's elimination chamber match the character the story she told all of that was brilliant but actually I thought the in-ring work was there as well however the way they've built Nia Jax as this monster the way that every opportunity she's had at the title has been snatched away from her rather than actually her being defeated cleanly I would love to see them do an old-fashioned squash match but in a WrestleMania title match. I know it sounds bizarre, but I think it would really... A little bit like we saw when, um, when Goldberg came back and beat 100%. Lesnar in two moves. Let's have Nia Jax do that to Samoan to drop, Bliss. boom, done. Every, everyone's just taken their seats. The match is over. Everyone's shocked. Helps out the timing because there's so many matches on this WrestleMania card. It tells a great story and it'll go on from there. 100%. That'll be incredible. Something which isn't going to be a squash match is going to be the debut of Ronda Rousey teaming up with Kurt Angle, two former Olympians, uh, against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Now, let's face it, Triple H, Stephanie, they've got a lot of power, so this isn't going to be a fair fight, is it? I like the story that they've told here. I like the way that the whole thing about Kurt Angle ruining Ronda Rousey's career the whole thing about like from day one the whole fact about they're like we're going to have to beat you and then build you back up again I've really uh, Stephanie in particular has been fantastic in the build for this match and it's a match when it was first announced wasn't excited about at all the more they've promoted it the more they've built up to it the more excited I've got about it I'm still concerned about Ronda Rousey's ring work I think we'll probably see this is for me basically Kurt Angle versus Triple H and then we'll get a little bit of the women in a couple of spots before Ronda Rousey, in air quotes, breaks Stephanie's arm to win the match. And then we don't see Stephanie for a while. We get a new commissioner on Raw, and it goes from there. And also, I mean, I would love this to then spawn a match at WrestleMania 35, Triple H versus Kurt Angle. Because that's, oh. that's a match that, you know, we wanted to see for a long time. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, I thought Angle's work when he joined with the Shield. That was a really good showing from him. Although he looked, he looked like their dad. Older, it did really. <laughs> oh, there's, the there's the great. Shield's dad. He's driven them there and he's worn the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that's essentially what this match is with the women. Because Stephanie's not really a ring worker either. Uh, but yeah, it, it's going to be great. We've, there's so much we haven't talked about yet. No. Pre-show. The two Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royals plus the, um, the tournament final for the vacant WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Again, I think the Cruiserweight Championship has been given a little bit of short shrift here. They've built it up, tried to with this tournament and then thrown it on the kickoff show again. Yeah. But two women who are going to be involved in the Women's Battle Royale, Sasha Banks and Bailey, 
spoke to them earlier, John. I did. I spoke to them both. And uh, as you'll hear, I kind of slipped it in to both of them to see whether they were worried about the other ones stabbing each other in the back. We'll start with Sasha Banks. All right, let's talk about WrestleMania then. Yes. Uh, you're in the Women's Battle Royal. Yes, I am. Have you got your plans sorted? Um, so I did the Royal Rumble. I'm kind of thinking the same thing of just throwing out chicks left and right and actually staying in to the end so I can get that beautiful trophy. So that's my strategy. Are you worried about the elephant in the room, which is Bailey? Never. Never? Never. She is nothing compared to me. She needs me. Strong words. I like your style. Um, now, WrestleMania has obviously been a very important thing for a lot of people. What's your favorite WrestleMania moment of all time? Like maybe when you were growing up? Maybe Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. I just, that match, oof, gives me goosebumps every time. Incredible. What, yeah. WrestleMania 25? Yeah, let's say that. It's nine years ago. It was amazing. It, like, that match, you can still watch, and you don't know who's going to win. And, and you know who wins, and it's crazy. It gives me goosebumps. Maybe the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. I was just wondering, like, you know, you've, you've obviously had Snoop uh, did your music previously. Yeah. If you couldn't get Snoop, you know, if you had to get someone else, any musical artist, to do your intro... Oh. What are we saying? Um, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, Kendrick Lamar. Favorite rapper of all time. Hey, Bailey. Hi. How are you doing? Great. A lot of the fans, me included, we all watch the Instagram stories of all the wrestlers. My question is, how on earth do you fit in time to actually work out? <laughs> well, I, you just have to make it a, a priority, you know, even if it's just an hour. It's always a, a priority. Wherever you can fit it in. That's the difference between you and me, where you're trying to fit in a workout, I'm trying to fit in a nap. <laughs> yeah, well, I love naps too. We don't get to sleep much, and I don't get any naps anymore. But uh, I also really like working out. So for me, it's like fun. And I started doing CrossFit for you know last year, so um, I'm still learning a lot. And I don't know, for me, it's just a fun thing to go do with my friends. Awesome. What, do, you, do you game? Are you a gamer? Yeah, kind of. Not as, you know, I like to... On up, up, down, down. I'm pretty damn good. If you haven't seen, pretty dang good. Sorry, pretty you're dang, dang good. I'm pretty dang good on up, up, down, down. What about you? In terms of obviously WWE 2K18, you can play as yourself, which must be fairly weird to start off with. Have you like run through any of your matches before on the game before actually doing them, just to see if you can work out how they're going to go? No, but that's a great idea. I might have to do, like just put it on computer mode and watch the watch Bailey have a match. Maybe I could steal a few things from the game. That's a great idea. I honestly don't play as myself as much because. Uh, I just get weirded out. Like, <laughs> I just want to be Macho Man or Alita or something. Do you think like computerized Bailey will look out for um, Sasha Banks as much as a real life Bailey? Um, probably not. I think I think computerized Bailey would be a little more harsh than real life Bailey. You know? Yeah, because I got the I have a real real heart. The lovely Bailey. Lots of fans in the UK absolutely love Bailey. It'd be very interesting to see what happens in that battle royal. She uh, was delightful today. Oh, just just yeah. Just, too nice almost like she needs a mean edge I think she needs to get a bit mean she did tell us that she wanted to at some point have the villainous turn she loved the idea of it so yeah. maybe maybe well, it'll happen well let's hope so look a couple more matches one of them that is announced and one of them that, that may not happen but I think everyone knows it's gonna happen first of all the, the fatal four way which was a triple threat we had Rusev added into the match for the uh, United States Championship Randy Orton the champion versus the uh, the glorious Bobby Roode, who was glorious in the press area today, just chilling, walking around, loving it. And, of course, Jinder Mahal, who you can never really write off the modern-day Maharaja. I can't do the rolling R, sorry. I think there is Maharaja. <laughs> Lovely. Love Rusev. I think Rusev wins this. Bobby Roode's a great worker. Randy Orton's a great 
worker, even though I am the most bored of Randy Orton. He, if there's ever a wrestler who needs two, three months off TV and then to come back, it's Randy Orton. He's won everything. Go and chill. Yeah, lose here, come back as a surprise, you know, at SummerSlam, at Survivor Series, whenever it might be, and, and do that there. Um, and, and then Jinder Mahal, I, I, you know, he's really impressed me over the last year. I think his matches get a bit too samey, but actually it's perfect having him in this fatal four-way situation. Finally, let's end this show with the biggest match that hasn't been announced and hasn't really gone very far. We were expecting it to have been announced by now. John Cena calling out The Undertaker. What's going to happen, Will? I do not understand why people hate this build-up. I have absolutely loved it. We've had Cena doing these genuine, emotional, passion-filled promos week after week that have really got me pumped up. And I said from the first time he did it, the first time I came and called him out, what I'd love to see is them have The Undertaker not appear until we have Cena come out one last time at Mania, call for the match one last time, and then, bong, lights go out. Motorbike revs up. <laughs> the American badass is here. <laughs> maybe, Everyone's a little maybe. bit disappointed. <laughs> oh, well, look, we'll see if that happens tonight at WrestleMania. Will, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Oh, it's been We're fun. We're so excited about this. Yeah. The final question is, we go off the air. Will we hear the dongs tonight? That was our WrestleMania 34 preview. Again, please get in touch with us and spread the word at Pro Wrestle Show on Twitter. And look, for those of us who have, you have bothered and actually given this a listen, I'll just let you know who we're going to have on our second ever show next week. We're going to be sitting down for 45 minutes with none other than Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. They're over in the UK for Monday Night Raw at the O2, uh, as there is the WWE UK tour going on through this week and next. And uh, yeah, we're going to get 45 minutes to sit down with them, talk with them about their careers, the current angles they're working, where they are now, where they hope to go with this going forward. Uh, Two of the, the very best workers in the game right now, so cannot wait to sit down with them and cannot wait to bring you what fascinating insights they had to bring us. So uh, thank you so much again for listening at Pro Wrestle Show on Twitter. I'm Will Gavin. I'll normally be alongside my cohort, as you've heard him throughout this show, John Jackson. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.